we have our music. Ah. We are live today. Woohoo! Woohoo, Bubbles! Bubbles over here smacking her tail against this couch here. You okay, Bubbles? Hmm? I know. I was just singing to her. She didn't like it. <laughs> I don't understand why she didn't like me singing. Anyway. Hey, good morning. 5 a.m. Messy Scrum. Hope you're doing well today. And today I want to talk about challenging estimates. Um, there is not a team that I have not been on that I have not heard somebody challenging estimates. Some people challenge it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, estimates are fine. They're good to do as long as you don't do them incorrectly and intimidate the crap out of everybody else on your team. So that's where that challenging of estimates come from. And it shuts people down. And how you do it and craft it makes all the difference. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today and how to deal with that. And this is the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. And here we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way. So you can bring value to your customer, not work crazy hours to get there, have a little fun, and maybe not be intimidated. Because someone's challenging your estimates, right? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little poker planning. Planning poker is part of the estimates. But one of the things, so I have not been on a team, a lot of them exist. And I even saw it the other day where I had a scrum master and I have my phone where my notes are here. So I just kind of looking at that. Oh, and the other thing that triggered this out was I was listening to Scrum Master Toolbox. And they were talking about the worst situations, bad situations, product owner, Scrum Master. And, and one of the things they mentioned about was the challenging of estimates. They didn't go deep into it. So I'm going to go a little deep into it because I saw it recently in some of my discussion, even with Scrum Masters, where I would say this. If you're a Scrum Master and you find yourself challenging the estimates that the team gives check yourself at the door you should not be you are the scrum master you are not the technical expert though i know some companies are expecting scrum masters to be the technical expert on everything there is about the team which i think is like why but it does happen it's an old project management carryover and i still disagree with being the product managers being that we can talk about that later too, being the technical knowledge base for a company. I think that's the most stupid thing and the most risky thing on the planet earth because they always go to different projects It's the nature of the game. Um, but sometimes you always see like a tech lead, a PO, um, a BA or somebody challenging other people's estimates. So well, I could do it quicker. I could do it faster. Right. That happens, and that just shuts the team down on estimates, and that's why these estimates don't do very well because the Scrum Master who lets it go, and all these people, oh, estimates are bad. That's because you're letting people do this. You're too scared and chicken to go figure out how to get that. That's not happened, right? So here's, my, here's one thing I'm talking about. Now, like I said, if you're the Scrum Master doing it, check yourself at the door because you're not supposed to do that. You got to fix yourself before you go fix other people. So if you're a scrum master and you're challenging estimates of the team saying, oh, that should be less and more than, you know. And, oh, by the way, I'm kind of scatterbrained right now. 
the idea of challenging estimates to make them smaller will never help anybody. Never, never, ever. All these programs where I hear about, and this is what the article about having limited project budget. So teams and project managers would try to get you to downplay how many hours you need so you can get it done. Well, if you get it done earlier, you get it done earlier, but probably their estimate's going to be right, right? And you're just not acknowledging that and you're trying to get too much done and too little time and too little uh, resources to do it. So you really need to think about the scope, which we can modify in Scrum, right? And Agile. Scope does change. So first, if you're a Scrum Master doing it, check yourself at the door. Two, let's say you have a lead, a, a technical lead, a BA, a product owner, a manager who is challenging the estimates of the team. When that does happen, you as a scrum master and as a coach have to have a serious conversation with that person. Not a serious, but a one-on-one conversation. Do not call them out in the middle of the meeting. I did that once. That was a bad thing. Don't do it. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not call people out in the meeting. Did that young, many years ago, I did that one time. It's like, well, what I should have done is recognized it, cubbyholed it for another session and had a discussion off to the side on how to best do that and what their goal was. I know what their goal was. They want to get more stuff done. They figure if they make the estimate smaller, they can shove more shit, excuse me, into the backlog. Oh, but that doesn't help anything either, by the way. It just crashes because then less stuff gets done and then as we talked about yesterday you're less happy so you don't get more you don't get stuff done so the idea is you go, pull them off to the side and have a conversation i have done this too i've screwed up in one spot made up for it, realized i screwed up and with the other person that i wanted to work with i had a side conversation to be honest with you and just had an honest conversation I said you know because the person didn't want to do all this work either but they thought they had to do it. They thought that they had to do everyone's job for them and tell them what to do. And I'm like, the sooner we get out of this mode, the sooner you're going to be happy. The sooner they're going to do more and take on more. It may take some time, but it'll make your job more interesting because then you can do fun stuff. So we talked and we both agreed that the tech lead was not going to point. And he said it to everybody. He said, hey, look, I'm not going to point. I'm going to let you all point it. If you have questions on something, you can ask me like about concepts or way to do it, but they were to point it and point out what their size was. It took a little bit and I feel sorry for the tech lead because the tech lead was having a rough time. I'm like, I was just looking at them. Don't say it. Don't say, I know what you want to say. Don't do it. And they, and they, they got over it too. Within about a, a couple sprint, they weren't they, actually in a couple days, to be honest with you, less than a week. They weren't saying anything about pointing. So when you have that situation, you do need to confront um, in a sane, mellow way, offside, not in the meeting, with people who are challenging other people's estimates. Now that goes to said, are you doing planning poker correctly, right? Are you estimating things correctly? Um, maybe not. Maybe your setup's not there. So just a real quick on thing on planning poker. It's very simple. Planning poker is everyone talks about the story or the feature or the epic or whatever's at hand and get an idea. Do we have enough stuff? So that's the definition already, which we could talk about that in another, another session. I think we talked about that multiple times. 
but let's assume the story's ready. It's got everyone knows about it. So you point it. So everyone says, no matter who they are, whether development, testing, BA, well, not the person who wrote the story, by the way. Um, the person who should not point or is the person who actually wrote the story. That's another rule. So, so maybe there's Scrum Master, check yourself. Number two, whoever wrote the story does not point the story. Okay. That, that, that not, not allowed. Okay. Cause it'd be really, well, you could have, a, you write your story, write the code, test your own code and everything. And you wonder why things never go wrong. Mm, great. So Scrum Master, check yourself. Whoever wrote the story does not point the story tech leads or leadership roles that could intimidate and threaten people and challenge people do not point the stories. Okay. So those are the three people who do not point stories ever. Right. So now you're in planning poker. Everyone who's left on the team. Now, if you're one person on the team, really, do you have a team? Um, I've been there. One person. I said, this is not a team. I don't know what this is. Just, just list the Kanban stuff that you're going to do. Um, so, and it's proto compound, it's not a real compound. So you have those three people who do not vote on, or estimate on anything. Now in the estimation, everyone gives an estimate. You get highs and lows and stuff in planning poker. Whoever has the highest estimate explains what they, why they thought that whoever has the lowest estimate explains why they thought that. And then you take another vote. That's it. There is no debating on who's got what, why did you pick that vote? When you screw up as Scrum Masters, when you get this one person points all the stories or they point their own stories, that's how you get the challenges. That's you created your own bad process. So now you got one point point it, one person points it. So, of course, a manager or a tech lead is going to show, well, why did you say it was five points? It's more like three. I could do that tomorrow. Okay, I'll do it three. And guess what? It takes five points worth of effort. So it's like, yeah, I'll just do it to placate you. But that's not what really happens. So what's happening? They're placating these people because you set up an, or an organization team. Whoever's doing the work points their own work. No, it's the whole team says, based on what I've seen in the past, that looks like a three or a five or what you told or what we know about the system. Because everyone on the team should know everything there is about the system. The T, right? The cross-training they may not be the best knowledgeable, but they know enough and they would have their own opinion because they're smart people. People don't get that. They know their thing. So then you debate, they give their answer and then you take another vote. Now, depending on your team norms, you could do it again and vote again, or you could take an average, a height, whatever you want to do, whatever makes sense to keep the meeting going, right? So that you point everything in the end. But there's no challenging because one, you cut people off who are usually doing the challenging points. And two, everyone's participating in that. Because when you have everyone participate, that eliminates the challenge. See how that works? Because everyone on the team is doing the estimating. It eliminates the challenging need because it's a group. The whole group decides what they think it is, right? Maybe they all said it was a five. Then it's a five. Done. Next one. Maybe one says a three and a five. Okay, someone from the five say something. Someone from the three say something. Take another vote. They may go lower. They may go higher. Who cares? It doesn't matter. So that's the thing about challenging estimates. I heard I heard that the other day. Someone would come in and challenge. Well, you know, they're trying to squeeze more stuff into the sprint to get done, which in the end gets nothing done unless stuff gets done and everyone gets frustrated. 
So you have to stop that as a scrum master, as an as a coach. Those are the kind of things you got to do. And definitely. So a couple of things. One, scrum master. No, don't, don't, don't challenge your estimate ever. Check yourself at the door. If you're starting to do that, you need to check yourself. You need to call me and you and I need to have a conversation about what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Two, whoever wrote the story does not estimate the story, right? The team estimates the story. It's a team acknowledgement of what it's going to be. Three, leadership, POs, tech leads, managers do not challenge the story. And you have to make a side conversation with them if they do. And that's their habit to get them to stop and work with them and hold their hand because it is rough. I mean, it's not easy not to do the estimating. Right, not to give your feedback into why it should be lower or higher or it should be done quicker. They can provide techniques and tools and guidance when they try to figure out how to solve the problem on answering that in the next phase, but not in the estimation phase. Right. So if they give some ideas to making things go faster, great. We can pull another story in the sprint and do more. So I wanted to share that with you about how to handle people challenging estimates. And like I said, I have screwed that up in the past. Many, many, many years ago. I'm old. Let's just admit it. I'm getting old. But I have done that where I've said, hey, product owner, that's not your job to challenge your points in the meeting. And I said that in the meeting and I felt really bad as soon as I said it because it was really frustrating because they were kind of like jumping on people and I got defensive and that was a bad thing. And the next time I did it, I said, hey, let's also decide. Let's have a conversation. So that's also why you have to develop that rapport with the people on your team. So I wanted to share that with you today. I hope that helps. Don't forget veterans. I have five spots. If anybody wants some training on um, well, coaching and scrum and agile, want to transition, send it to your friends, please feel share. And I want to thank AI today and scrum master toolbox for doing dual shows with me because um, the podcasts are really going up really growing day to day and growing from month to month. So I want to appreciate them for helping me and, and sharing some thoughts. And if anybody's out there doing their own shows or anybody, or anybody wants to be on my show, let me know, send me a note. You want to do a session. You want me to bring, bring me into one of your groups. I do not charge money for that. That's free. So I'm more than happy to do that. I'm not one of those people you have to do that. So more than help, happy to help share and help and discuss and, uh, facilitate discussions. Okay. With that, I want to say happy scrumming. Have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. See ya.